Hey, welcome right. in to the fifth quarter podcast with your host, Tyron Taylor. And <laughs> hey, I got beside me, man, a long time friend, man, coming up from like the sandbox, man. Charles Romaine, Jonathan, Early Bird, Gets the Worm, Johnny Stowe, the fifth, man. <laughs> and so, we are here. Yeah. This is, uh, the introduction. To episode the podcast, one. episode one, man, something that'll be worldwide one day. You know what I mean? So, what's going on in your world, man? A lot right now, bro. You know, we just got Dion as a head coach in terms of football. That's what's going on right now. You know, that's the buzz around the whole world. Uh, I don't know. It's been crazy. It's been a long season, but I felt like. We needed that, you know what I mean? We needed that in order to humble us for next year because we done went through something no team in the nation has went through. So us going through that, I feel like we can accomplish anything, you know what I mean? So that's really what's going on with me right now, uh, getting ready to get adjusted to that. And then I just got home, surprised my parents, surprised my people, man, you know what I mean? And they didn't even know I was coming. I told them I was coming Tuesday. Uh, walked in on them today, so uh, I'm just blessed, man, and I'm living life. How are you? Pretty good, man. I'm in the middle of exams right now. Just a regular college student in App State, and I'm not you know, a football player, but you know I'm a little journalist myself, so I'm the one on the sidelines, you know, covering y'all. So just just grinding, just grinding yeah, here, man. You, man. Everybody got to play their part. You feel me? Because if I could be a journalist and not play football and mess my body up, I'd do the same thing, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So, like, that Uh-oh. process of, like, how is that process going to work with bringing in Dion? like, throughout – I guess he likes going by Coach Prime, as I saw, not Dion, But, like, <laughs> that process of, like, bringing them in and how from, like, one interim coach to – an entire different program. I mean, shit, basically. Uh, After the season, you know, our uh, athletic director, CEO or whatever, you know what I mean, the dude upstairs, he made a decision and he went with Dion. So basically, let the the interim go. Dion comes in. He got the option to bring his whole staff in, which he will, well, which he's doing, actually. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, you can interview the coaches. You know, that, that was there from the past season. See if you want to keep any of them. But I'm not going to lie. I don't think we're keeping any of them. It's maybe our running back coach. I'm not going to lie. Our running back coach, Hagen, he, uh, he's probably got his spot solidified at CU until until he dies because he played there as well. But, uh, yeah, man, so he's just bringing in, you know, all the new pieces he feels like, you know, we've needed if that's, you know, the coaches that he's with at JSU or if he got to bring in, you know, a new D.C. like we're doing or a new O.C. and everything like that. So that's really the process of it. Yeah, especially, like, here at App State, we're going through our struggles ourselves because we just Yeah, what are, what's wrong with App State, bro? Y'all started off the year beating Texas A&M at their place. Yeah. It was at their place, right? Yeah, College Station. And y'all just want to be trash. I I don't know what to say because as soon as I come here, it's like 
we did all right last year. We went to a bowl game, went to the conference championship. We did our part. This year, you know, start out good, get fucking game day here. Like, what? And oh then my God. I, I finish the season six and six and don't make a bowl game for the first time ever. And I can tell you that's better than one and eleven, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's better than one and eleven, brother. <laughs> hey, the people here are not having a fun time because mm, they, they're calling for the head coach and everyone. Y'all dream was short lived after y'all beat Texas A and M, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, we losing everyone essentially. Like Cam, Cam Peoples going to the draft. We got a quarterback no more. It's it's gonna be some tough times, especially with that transfer portal. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. The transfer portal coming in and messing everything up. I got a few of my uh my young dogs though at F State. A few of my DBs, uh EJ, even number sixteen, uh my boy Amari. I don't know what number Amari is, not gonna lie, but yeah, they uh, they went to huff. They yeah, went to especially huff Cohen. Oh, Cohen too. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Cohen. <laughs> Cohen too, bro. Oh yeah, and Gooch. Chance don't know Gooch though. We yeah, Cohen done broke his leg like last last year, this year, something like that. I don't know. For real? Yeah, because he ain't been on the field. Cohen, man. How uh, how school out there, bro? At App State in the mountains, cold as hell. Well, shit, it's just, it's just like CU Boulder, but, you know, we in the east, you in the west. Nah, it's probably a little bit colder in Colorado. Yeah, true. I mean, you know, uh, you know what the elevation is? 3,000 something something. So, we see you Boulder in the east. That's <laughs> what we are. Yeah, I guess so. If that's what you want to say. You like you like school out there, bro. It's a you know it's it's an interesting campus. Like the people, yeah. I'll be real with you because you can have some <clears throat> conservative ass people and you can have some liberal ass people in the same room. And it's like That's how college is, bro. <laughs> I'll be yeah. lost in college. My classrooms and everything, bro. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of it's just. A variety of different type of people in there, different mindsets and everything, bro. It's crazy. <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to go like UNC. That I don't I don't think it's like that. I don't know. UNC? Yeah, like Chapel Hill. I mean, I got a few people up there in Chapel Hill. I can ask them for you, man. I'll let you know how it is, man. So like so you uh you in journalism too, right? Yeah, yeah. You trying to copy my, uh, my major and everything, bro. You've been trying to copy everything I've been doing since high school, bro. Mm. Yeah, so we started out in elementary school. Old J.V. Washington Elementary. With me reffing flag football games. Only black kid in there, bro. Me yeah. and Bryce. <laughs> Alfino, yeah. You you remember at like recess? I would be a damn ref. Yeah, you had the referee, you had the stripes, the whistle. 
Boy, hey, recess in elementary, I used to go for like three carries, 752 yards, 32 touchdowns, all that. Yeah. And then like middle school, some damn hooligans. And in high school, no work. No, None. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing no work, bro. We used to be in class in middle school watching the metal ball. Lonzo Ball and them. They hoop highlights, Manute Bowl. Not Manute Bowl, Bowl Ball. <laughs> High school oh. for sure. I wasn't, I wasn't doing nothing. We had Miss uh, Miss Stevenson. She used to let us leave early. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was 10th grade, 11th grade. Yeah, because the world went to shit like, as soon as we got out of that class. COVID. Yeah. COVID was trash, bro. But it taught me a lot of things about myself. Mm-hmm. So you want let's get into sharing a bit about what's going on in the world. You know? All right, all right, let's do it. So in the sports world, we're all all I've seen is Brittany Griner being released. Bro, being, I had seen I had read about that too, but like a few weeks ago. They were saying like she was lost over there or something. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knew where she was at. And I was like, what is going on? How yeah. are you gonna be locked up and then you just gonna lose somebody? And well, Brittany like, Griner too, you can't just lose somebody that's not even from over there. That didn't make no sense to me, bro. They just put her in like a labor camp. That's what they did. And then and they would have had to kill me. And they would have had me all the way messed up. Because I for sure would have not been in no labor camp, buddy. And then we did a little trade. <laughs> Or like a arms dealer. Let's see. What the hell is his name? Notorious arms dealer Victor Bout, whatever the hell his name is. He's known for killing people on the regular. <laughs> now the Russians got back. Well, I, at least we got Brittany Griner back. <laughs> We're gonna she was in the WNBA though. I know, bro. How they do that though? Like, how can you can just switch people out like that? Like a fucking NBA trade deadline. Yeah, the white man to do it, won't he? <laughs> now nah, I'm playing with your bro. Doing all the... Damn, what you doing so late? Up? What you doing up so late, bro? It's twelve thirty-five. You at you back home? No. Nah. Are you Boom. Still school? Yeah, Are everyone's out huh? having fun, partying on a Friday night. My ass is. In my damn apartment. I don't blame you, bro. There ain't nothing out there for you. Mm-hmm. You be oh, going out? I, I did all that shit first year. Shit, not year. it. I'm telling you, bro. Not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not it. Got an apartment. First thing I did, <clears throat> started reading books. Straight up. That's what I do now. Yeah, I just got this new book. My uh, my professor gave it to me. It's about uh, I don't know if it's Webb Dubois, W E B Du Bois, or whatever it is. But I gotta read that. It's a good little book about like the history of like African Americans and everything. Cause she started asking us a little bit of questions, and I was like, bro, I gotta do some more reading. I don't know nothing about our history, bro. It's crazy because the school system teach you one thing, and then you find out. Through research, that'd be a whole bunch of other different things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> crazy though. Shit. Even at our high school, no one, no one knew shit. 
like in my damn uh US history class. I was just talking about Malcolm X because I know I know who the fuck he is. And then, you know, we come from a very interesting city in like suburbs of Charlotte. This rich white boy said, Who's Malcolm X? He's like he sounds like he was in the Black Panther movie, like the the superhero movie. Yeah. He's like, What? <laughs> Who is Malcolm X? I would have walked out, I ain't gonna lie. Even if you don't know what he did, you should at least have an idea of who Malcolm X is. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I know he was a uh black rights activist. Don't I couldn't tell you what he did, but I know who he is. So that's why I need to do more of my research. But yeah. Yeah, because he was essentially more like it's kinda like Muhammad Ali with the whole Islamic like religion, because he got into that and they were more of a uh, violent group compared to like kind of the protest that like MLK was leading and stuff like that. Okay. So Man, that's crazy. A whole bunch of shit done happened up there. But uh, if we were talking about books and everything, man, what kind of books you like to read these days? Shit. I fuck with like enlightenment stuff. Like, yeah, shit just makes you like think differently. Think differently. Positive mindset type vibes. Yeah, that and just like just some like weird stuff, like you know, like outer body experiences. Like like with like Aaron Rodgers and shit. That motherfucker he's like, Hey, I'm gonna do ayahuasca and I'm gonna win MVPs. Like <laughs> Rogers. Only Aaron Rodgers can do that. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. People say breed. he's people say he's ass this year. It's like he's playing with a broken thumb. Broken thumb. He he lost his best receiver. He's 53 years old. What more can you ask for Aaron Rodgers, bro? The media want to hate him. <laughs> And the media want to hate them. They gonna they gonna always do that. <clears throat> Even if you're doing good, they are gonna do that. Speaking of media, I'm gonna get into something else going on in the world. This shit just broke like a few minutes ago. So you know, like the World Cup and shit. Yeah, like I know a little bit about that. Yeah, so that shit's going on right now. And there was uh, a journalist for the U.S. So earlier he was kicked out of the stadium of a stadium because it's in Qatar, which is like they hate everything. Yeah. So it's like if you display like uh like homosexuality, you're imprisoned. If you drink alcohol, you're imprisoned. So those motherfuckers are on they, it. They like uh, Korea with uh what's bro name? Kim uh, Yadang, Sam Yadang, what's bro name? Kim Jong un. <laughs> My bad. For all my Asian people out there, you know I love you. Are you laughing? Asian lives matter. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> but uh, so he got kicked out for doing what? <clears throat> so he wore like a a shirt with like rainbow on it, essentially, and they kicked him out of the stadium. But like later on in the tournament, like he was covering a game today, and he collapsed and died. For real? Yeah. 
randomly? Yeah, he's like forty. Oh, he he owns something, man. Yeah, it's like shit gonna be. U.S. better be on it. Yeah. He, oh, he's from over here. Yeah. Oh shit! How you feel about that? I'm not going over there. I ain't gonna be covering no games over there anytime soon. Yeah. Get on it. It's gonna be in the U.S. in my city. Yeah. Because his last article was about like how uh, the government over there was forcing like slaves of their own to like build stadiums and shit. And that was his last ever article. Yeah. So the like Qatar just pulled some like Russia shit where they're just like, hey, we want this motherfucker out of here. And they got him out. It's like That's crazy. Shit fucking wild. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world, bro. Because I'm in this house right now. And I'm not leaving. That's my <laughs> unless I'm going to work out. That's it. Go get some food. Come back. I'm a homebody, man. Yeah, because I recently just went went out to Vegas and it's a different world there. Like like watching like movies and shit, you think like Vegas is like this whole thing. In reality it's just kinda like another city. It's just a wild concept and it's kind of like it's cool, but it's kind of fucked up reality when you actually see it. Because it's like it's just all casinos. It's like it's where people just go to for like lusts and gambling and alcoholism. That's where they go. That's all you seeing out there. Essentially, yeah. That's Cause... really how they portray it in some of the movies too, though, bro. So I would think that. Yeah, because, like, every hotel is just all casinos, like, inside the hotel. That's and crazy. It's just, like... I need to go to Vegas, though, because I you know my favorite movie. My favorite movie is Rush Hour, bro, and they was, they was in Vegas and one of the Rush Hours, bro. The Red Dragon. <laughs> when I had to jump out the window when the, uh, the crazy girl was going to blow him up. Speaking of Vegas, though, you tried on the Cartiers. Why are you going to get the Cartiers, bro? Bring them back. That's $4,000 that I'm not about to spend. You already Joe Burrow, though, bro. You should have just told him that. I only got Joe Burrow money, and I ain't Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't in the league. Oh, my God, bro. How long was you – how long was you without uh, – damn, how long you was out there? Like a week. Who you like, go with? It was cool for like the first few days, and I just wanted to go because so I was just like tired of it. Like, time difference was cool though, because that's why I want to like move out to like Seattle and whatnot. Because it's just like everything's earlier there, and like in terms of like being like a journalist and stuff for sports, it's just like yeah. <clears throat> games end at like eight thirty, and you can actually have like the rest of your night on like here, where it's like done at midnight. Yeah, that's smooth. Like a month ago, we had played uh, Washington, and uh, we were stationed in like Bell- Bellevue, Bellevue, whatever their city name. Uh, bro, they, the city of Washington is hella beautiful. We was like, bro, the mall was big as hell. Whole bunch of big old buildings, Microsoft and everything down there. I was like, Washington's so hard. It was cold, though. Yeah. 
It was always like cold and rainy there, though. And uh, Washington, the Huskies, they uh, they stadium on the water too. Super cold. Damn. Yeah, isn't Washington like really good this year too? We got that one quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the Pac-12. You know what I mean? So ain't nobody really good except Colorado. But uh, Washington was all right, bro. They uh, yeah, they quarterback Michael Penix. Yeah. It was hard. But yeah, shit, the, the way our season went, we only played the good dudes for like the first half, you know what I mean? And everybody else got in after that. So, yeah, because the Pac 12 used to be kind of like that conference that no one thought would be good. Like, they always just kind of like Pac 12 after dark. That's what it used to be known for. And that was it. what? Pac-12 just used to be like Marcus Mariota. That's when it used to be good. And now – Anthony Thomas. <laughs> yeah. And now, now you got USC with Caleb Williams. You got Colorado with Coach Prime. Hold on, don't forget Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Utes. The Utes always trying to stump on people, bro. <laughs> yeah, Washington. Washington Australia, UCLA. Oregon. Oregon, UCLA, who else? That's really it. Oregon State. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Oregon State was like that. Damn. That's all right, though, because we're shit. We're going to be 12 now. Then we're going to the national championship game. We're going to be Bama or whoever in that motherfucker. <laughs> First year, Coach Prime, nigga, 12 and 0. And by, by the way, this video is sponsored you by Pineapple coconut. Hey, y'all need to sponsor me. I ain't sponsored yet, but I'm going to get that sponsor because it's the best drink in America. It's all natural flavors, all natural juice, no added sugars, none of that. Go get you some right now from your local grocery store. Shout out to water. It's great, you know. <laughs> Shout out to water. It's great, you know. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got my camera holding up. Getting held up by the syrup right now. So, <laughs> syrup, you need to sponsor me too, by the way. Just straight up syrup, not even a brand. Syrup. All the syrups. What is it? Maple syrup? Yeah, y'all need to sponsor me. Get at your boy. You fucking stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking stupid, bro. Damn, how many final? How many more finals you got, bro? Are you ain't starting yet? I have like a final today, but I got like projects and shit. Because mm. you so after finals you will be home, or you will be still be out there. I'll probably be back home. I got covered damn uh, women's basketball game tomorrow. You know uh, articles and shit. Yeah, courtside interviewing so, coaches and shit. For real? Yeah. Have you you doing like on your phone and get the answers, or maybe having people record you? Oh no, they had people record me. I had like a big oh shit moment when the first time I did that because for real? usually going, it's go in detail about that. Oh yeah, it's usually it's too. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> we want to hear the audience. Want to hear more? Usually, it's two people <laughs> like covering these yeah. games. You got one, but the first time when I covered this game, it was just me. And then 
after you know covering the game live tweeting shit like that it's going great and then after the game it's like okay you got to interview the coach and players and i go to the little interview room and i find out i am the only person interviewing people like no one else is in here no, and i have to come up with nothing no it's like it's just the athletic people like video recording for it to go you. up on like youtube and then it's just me asking questions. I'm, it's like an oh shit moment. I done been interviewed before, and it ain't when you in the room. It's usually at like eight people in there. Well, that, that that's that's for like football though. Oh, basketball is less. Yeah, it'd still like, be weird if if I walked in there and it's just one dude in there though. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I just had to come up that. with like I had to come up with like three questions for like each, and it's just like. I came up with like with scratch, but it was like a oh shit moment because it's like and really though, like that's something you'll always remember though. So now you'll be prepared and know what you gotta go up against though. So that's really that's how I look at that. Yeah, because like when I first went in there, I kind of looked at like the video people. I'm like, am I the only person asking questions here? It's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> just like I know that was well, weird because you, you're not one of those people who just talk. You know what I mean? So I already know how that was. I'm pretty sure you did straight, though. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the first question I asked the coach, he's like, good question, and then gave her answer. I'm like, immediate, like, confidence booster. Yeah, I know you would (laughs) have. I know you was turned up after that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, hey, shout out to public speaking class. Shout out to that. My uh, some of my teammates in public speaking. I would never take that, by the way, because I feel like I'm a good public speaker. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, my homeboys is like, bro, as long as you, the more you do it, mm-hmm. the more it'll help. I'm the type of dude, though. I don't think no class can help you in the real world. I'm just that type of dude, unless you got mm-hmm. good professors who actually talk to the students and care about them, their well-being. Besides just school you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's well, the best way to learn is like through experiences because like well. that's kind of how i feel with this shit right now is i could be doing my own thing but you need that piece of paper to like get through and like i'm the same way for this <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> no cap but growing up i was like bro i'm not the only thing I went to school for my major is really football, you know what I mean? But I went to school. Like growing up, I was like, bro, you only need to go to school when you're a doctor, trying to be a nurse or something like that. But I can see like why journalists gotta go to school since I'm in journalism. Cause there's a yeah. lot of different terms you gotta know whether something is newsworthy or not, if it's relevant, you know what I mean? So I can see why. Yeah. I'm- Shit, I should have done football. Like, I was going to do that shit with Huff. And then, because I wanted to play tight end. Because I'm like your height, but I'm not fast as a wide receiver. I'm I'm white. Like, no. You're a, a Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> you're a little grunt. And just like a Travis Kelsey type shit. And as soon as I go to try summer ball, spring ball, that's what it's called. No, and then that. I show up, 
I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. And I end up I end up with the position groups and I end up with the D line. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. They're like trying to like this is like the first day of practice and they're like trying to give like these calls and shit. And I'm like, what? I I, I don't I don't know what this is. And of course I'm fucking up everything. And then I just end up just fucking dipping, quitting. Because I'm like, and I'm the one who got your cleats after that. The brand new gray underwear, mm-hmm. which I still got to this day. And they are upstairs right now. With my, I took out your regular shoelaces, put the Gucci shoelaces in there, the sparkling mm-hmm. ones. I wore them like three, four games, but I still got them cleats up there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, speaking of Gucci, there's so many of them <coughs> in Vegas. So many. Hello, Gucci store? Yeah, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga, and, and all of them. You heard about uh, Balenciaga? Mm-hmm. I didn't even hear about it. I, uh, <coughs> I saw, like, a TikTok. They was fucking with kids or some shit like that. I was like, what the fuck, Balenciaga? Yeah, because they put out, like, a little ad, and... uh they they immediately took it down because it had like a little piece of paper in the background that said something about like child pornography or some shit like that. And they immediately took it down, took down all their Instagram posts, and now they're just kind of whatever. Balenciaga, Balenciaga, <laughs> what they got going on, bro? It's always the luxury. Designer brands that's always doing some shit off guard. <clears throat> well, if we're gonna find out whenever Kanye says something about it. <laughs> bro, that's I'm the other elephant in the room. Bro. I'm not gonna lie, I'm still wearing Yeezy and Balenciaga. And, and all my people out there, they know that. They know I'm still wearing Yeezy. Chance still wearing Balenciaga's too. So don't act like you know what I mean? Just because whatever they got going on, it don't got to do nothing with a specific pair of shoes that you like wearing. It don't got nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? It's about the people behind the scenes. The people behind the scenes ain't wearing the shoes. I'm wearing the shoes. I like the shoes. You know what I mean? So just yeah, put that up. Yeah. I, I need to get my Balenciaga's real quick. <laughs> Here they are. You got some Balenciaga, bro. You put the front off of the camera. I mean, I, I still got them right here. Well, let's see. I got them, bro. You still be hitting the gym? I don't got time, man. Like, like I do. Like, sometimes, like, I get into it, and then I'll just get off. Yeah, I got a little rec center <clears throat> on campus you like to go to? Yeah, we got that. And then we also got a little – because, like, that should always be crowded. And then the we got a little like – little setup here in the apartment and I used to hit that sometimes and should be funny as hell because I'll just go down there a little like leg machine I'll just like max it out it's like that shit just easy I don't, I don't know I, feel I you, guess bro. I'm, I'm just built different <laughs> I'm trying to get like you I'm trying to get on your level out here looking like Saquon <laughs> My little cousin. <laughs> Shit. Odell. What the fuck going on with him? I 
don't know. I was just uh talking to my dad. He in her sleep. He was like, boy, Odell, he coming to the Cowboys. <clears throat> I was like, is it confirmed? Is it guaranteed? He was like, yeah, I seen it yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, well, I haven't seen it yet. Have you saw that Odell was going to the Cowboys? What I've been hearing is that no one wants him right now because he's not healthy. Because he, he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. That was like and, February. Yeah. And he's been recovering from it. But he hasn't, like, he, he said essentially, like, hey, I'm not going to work out at all for these teams. So they don't know if he's good or not. And he's asking for, like, a three-year contract. And he straight up said, hey, I don't need to play in the regular season. I'm just like, <laughs> what? Yeah, Odell is on a different level, bro. I can see if he – I don't even know. That is Odell, though. Odell's still nice when he's 100%. But the question is, when is he ever 100%? Yeah. I mean, coming off of ACL, though, because – the Reportedly, like, the Rams last year weren't even going to sign him because they said his knee was going to explode, which it did. For real? Because it looked that bad. Because when he got ACL <coughs> surgery with the Browns, like, ever since then, it was ruined or something. Everything was fucked up. So uh, That's why the NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> He's been around long enough, but when was the last time he played a full season? Man, that's what I'm and, saying. Antonio, like... Antonio Brown. <laughs> Shit, that, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, running back is the most expendable position in the league. And my favorite team, the Panthers. And when we got Erdem McCaffrey, it hurt. That shit hurt. <laughs> but I'm like, we're going to be hurt. fine because running backs don't matter. Sorry, Evan Pryor. You're still good. But <laughs> in the NFL, they don't last that long. And the real thing that matters, like, is the O-line. Now, the running backs do matter, too. But they for sure don't be playing that long unless you Frank Gore. I don't know what Frank Gore got going on, but he was in the league for, like, 20 years. He's probably still in the league. Crazy. Not for long, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna give me a good about four, five years in the league. And... Made the back yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, so originally for Colorado, you was a nickel, and then they moved you back out to safety once they got rid of that D coordinator. So, what's the plan now? You still gonna be safety with? Coach Prime over there. The thing is, you know, I grew up a corner, right? And then played it all high school and everything. Then when I got to high, I mean, college, I've never played in a real game, like just corner since high school. I never just lined up at corner and played the whole game. <clears throat> so uh, I did a, I had enrolled early. I was still at corner. Fall camp come freshman year at corner still. Then before we get in the we play in the first game of the season, they're like, "Hey, go in that slot corner." 
I don't know how to play slot corner. I'm like, coach, you better call man, because if we got zone, I don't know what to do. So I had a hell of a game. <clears throat> we only had like 15 snaps, though. We got in my freshman year. It was me, Nico, Kalen. I think my boy Trevor got in with us, too. Uh, she had like 15 plays straight, boy. And then Folsom with all that altitude. It's our first game. Nerves is high. You in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got to get the call, bro. So I'm playing corner. Our bye week come. Uh, our starting nickel, he had got hurt like the fourth game of the season. Our starting corner, he had went to nickel. He had got hurt during like the bye week close to that. He was iffy on and off. So I'm like, all right, I got to move to nickel to be his backup. He couldn't go no more. Then that was my turn. Played nickel all the way until the bye week this year after the fifth game, Arizona. Head coach leave on the bye week. He gets fired. Shout out to Carter Rail. You know, we still love you, even though we got Dion. I love you, Coach Carl. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, moved to free safety, in which I ain't gonna lie. I kind of – I ain't lie, but I told him, like, yeah, I played safety before because I want to – Still play. I want to get on the field. You know what I mean? So, we get a new defensive coordinator. He feel like I'm the best player. And go play free safety. And my homeboy, Simeon, he was the nickel. Uh, back up. He was like my backup nickel. So, he played. Uh, one time with the free safety. He did a hell of a job this year, too. But, I mean, just moving me around now, I feel like, Okay, now I can go into a season prepared for what might happen. Because after your freshman year, you're like, all right, I'm a freshman. Then after the sophomore year, you go into the season preparing all offseason, playing nickel, never looking at free safety highlights or no free safety film or nothing like that, get switched to play the last six games at free safety, in which I do a hell of a job, didn't give up no TDs in the passing game. I missed hell of tackles. Though, because coming from that depth, you're gonna miss some tackles playing free safety. But yeah, I just feel like I can play any position now, bro. D line, O line, linebacker, running back, quarterback, kick with. And that's it, folks. Appreciate you for tuning in to the fifth quarter podcast. I'm your host, Tyron Taylor, and I'm sending it back to Charles. Two hours later. And we back. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Back. Technical difficulties on the intro episode, a- but AKA I'm a cheap fuck. <laughs> Bro, you see my airpod falls out. It's going my great. But yeah, man, that will conclude the intro episode of volume one to the fifth quarter podcast. Man, make sure y'all tune in. Leave us positive reviews only because if you have a negative review, we won't care. You know what I mean? So thank you guys for tuning in. If you made it this far, even if you clicked the video and clicked out of it, you still tune in to some sort of show love. So, yeah, man, we love all y'all. I'm one of your hosts, Tyron the Great Taylor, and I'm joined alongside by Chance Chamberlain, a.k.a. John Solutions Frank, Sir Mean Master, Luster Frank, Sir Lucius, Tommy Foot, Chance Charlie the Fifth, Johnson.
That's the fifth fifth quarter podcast. <laughs>